Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. This is your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is another fellow content creator, the mastermind behind the comic series Partment, and a self-proclaimed BBW lover, Malik Radford. Hey sir, how are you? I'm doing well, Steffi. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. I went on my Instagram stories like two, three days ago, and I was just like, I need to interview someone who loves them, you know, the big, voluptuous, curvy women. I just needed that energy on my podcast this week. What's up? Thank you for having me. (laughs) Hopefully I bring that energy that you're looking for. (laughs) I know you will. I know you will. So as I mentioned, you are a content creator. Tell my listeners, what are you currently creating? So at the moment, I, uh, that's a really good question. Okay, so I'm doing a lot of things, but specifically, I've really been in this mode of doing digital portraits, a social media profile picture, like a a cool, quick gift. If you want to give some, get someone something um, without having to really break your pockets. Uh, I'm going to try not to say, um, all the time. Also, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) You're fine. I still do it. And I'm on episode 35. So don't even worry about it. Most definitely. Um, but I'm also like you, like you said, I'm working on apartment, which is a, it's currently a comic series that I'm hoping to turn into an animated series starting this coming year. I'm finishing up the first episode and I've started writing for episode two. So it's just a matter of continuing to flesh out ideas and really hone in on like the animation skills that I need to bring the project to life. But um, yeah, those are the two big things I'm working on right now, as well as music. Um, I have an album coming out January 1st. If you uh, if you ever want to check out my music, I go by Radford or RDFRD on uh, digital streaming platforms all over. So if you want to check out my sound, I'm gonna link that in right there. Um, yeah (laughs) link it all link it all i'm gonna have all of your information down in the description for sure so that my listeners can definitely check you out i'm all for the content creating like everything you can possibly do to get your like voice your your vision out there i'm 100 percent for all that you know everybody is multifaceted nobody's just one thing facts um okay so i usually start off my show with a quick like little icebreaker and this is going to be a would you rather situation okay so i'm going to give you two scenarios and you're going to tell me which one you would rather do and why so the first question is would you rather adopt a british accent every time you're having a serious conversation or laugh every time someone cries british accent for sure (laughs) bring it on i mean i've been working on this since forever it's not that great but you know it's baby steps it's a process so i definitely would do that um crying every time someone had a wait what, what was the second option you had to laugh every time someone cries that's horrible i don't do <laughs> i don't do that now but like that's that ah, that's crazy that's pretty cynical that's dark i will yeah give me give me the british accent for for 800 alex the british accent are you into like voiceover work so i know you're gonna do this animation so are you into voiceover work i am i okay so i i haven't done it for anyone except for my own work um i do a little bit of voiceover work in my music and in past animation 
projects I've done, I've definitely had to tap into my voice acting uh, skill. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely something that when I realized I wanted to create cartoons and I started to learn about all that went into bringing a cartoon to life, I didn't realize how intense or imperative of a job voice acting was and how right. how difficult or how challenging it actually is because I, I get a lot of people who are like yo if you need a voice actor hit me up I'm great for it but I'm like if I were to really ask you to like lay down these like samples for just for me to get an idea if you could really do it could you really do it or are you just saying that because you think you could because you watch cartoons like it's Right. It's a different thing. And there's more to it. There's yes. more to it than yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. So I have a question, and this is random as fuck, but are you on Clubhouse? I am on Clubhouse. Okay, so we're going to connect that. on Clubhouse. I am actually part, um, one of my friends, she does an audio drama podcast, Ooh. right? And she's always looking for, like, talent. And she actually hosts a room Wednesday. After I'm done here, I'm actually going to that. And it is a, like, voice acting roundtable kind of situation so like they teach you how to do it yeah it's fire i love clubhouse okay i'm on that shit all fucking day it's it's terrible but i love it so i'm gonna tap you into that so you can check it out and maybe you can even find people for your for your animation please do that would be love that's that's super fire i um i i like clubhouse it's Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting app to say the least um i've definitely been in a lot of weird rooms but i've been in a lot of cool rooms as well and that's that's something that i'm trying to look for like more of like more more rooms that have that sort of um atmosphere for creatives and not more me i've been in a lot of rooms that deal with or that i guess that kind of tailor towards musical artists a lot but i'm trying to find some that tailor more towards visual artists just so i can learn how to I don't know, kind of survive out here doing what I really love to do. Yeah. 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 And Clubhouse is the perfect app for that. And I feel like this is like the third time I'm bringing up Clubhouse on my podcast. And I feel like they should cut me a check (laughs) at this point. But it's just so fire. Like you can learn literally, you can connect with anyone who's doing anything and they'll literally drop gems. Like everybody wants to talk on the app. So it's like they're on there telling you what you need to know. So I'm all for it. 100% for it. Okay. So. And I was going to answer question number two before I go on and on about Clubhouse. Um, would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? Ooh, ah, that, ooh, okay. I'm going to have to do, I'm definitely going to have to talk like Yoda, but I'm not going to be able to do the impression right now because <laughs> I, I'm going to need a reference. That's that's hilarious, though, because Darth Vader, his, his breathing is very uh, asthmatic. It's very intense and very like COPD. Like, go check, get that check, yes. sir. Um, <laughs> and it's funny. And I'm gonna bring up Clubhouse again. You have to stop me, okay? I have two more times to bring up Clubhouse before you're like, bitch, <laughs> shut up, okay? Um, Noted. I was in a room and this guy he would not mute his mic, and he was literally breathing like, <sighs> and I'm like, okay, I wasn't a moderator, so I was just like. Can someone mute him, please? Because it's getting on my nerves. Yo. And maybe it's because, like, I'm used to listening to audio, like, because I edit my podcast. But I'm just, like, like I heard it off bad. Everybody's just having these conversations like it's nothing. And I'm like, can we please figure out where this is coming from? Like, I actually figured out who it was. And I, I had to be like, can we mute such and such? Because it's getting, it's, it's, it's kind of bad at this point. But whatever. I digress. Question number three. 
Would you rather be in a real life version of The Walking Dead or Jurassic Park? Ah, that's a good question. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. I want to say Jurassic Park just because I feel like I'd have a better chance of escaping dinosaurs than zombies. (laughs) But I've never experienced a real life dinosaur before. So, I mean, or a zombie. But I feel like... I'm going to have to go with The Walking Dead because if anything, I could just like watch TV and figure (laughs) out how to survive based off of what they do. Because in Jurassic Park, I mean, I don't, are there, I've never seen a Jurassic Park movie. So I don't know if there are. No? Are there survivors in Jurassic Park? I mean, I'm sure. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay, first of all, first of all, I'm going to need for you after we, after we're done with the clubhouse room later, like you're going to have to like log into Netflix or wherever it is. (laughs) And watch at least the first one, and then Lost World, like the new, the first newer one that the came out. The first newer one and the first OG one. Okay. Yes. How many? How many Jurassic? There's Parks like five are there? of them. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So three came out in the '90s, and then two recently. Bet. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely do that. That's that's my research. That's my homework for the night. No, it really is. Like, and there were survivors, and. I personally would choose Jurassic Park because I'm not dealing with The Walking Dead. And with this COVID vaccine, I don't know. We might be living in The Walking Dead at some point, and I'm not even with it. I was having this conversation with my sister, and I was like, listen, this might sound morbid as fuck, but I'm if there's, like, mad zombies out here, like, I might just take my life. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. That sounds crazy. But I don't think I can survive a fucking zombie ap- apocalypse. Like, I don't think I can, and I don't want to be a zombie. No, that's real. That's okay. So then I have a question for you. So if it if it got to that point where you were like, all right, I'm out. How would you do it? Would you do it in a nice, like peaceful way? <laughs> um, Definitely peaceful. Like there has to be some type of poison that you can drink that will kill you in your sleep. Probably. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Most definitely. Like there has to be. Um, I don't want to go out like, did you see Game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of Thrones? See, I, I don't you know. I, I, don't know. I know that the season for, or the series finale was like kind of was it lackluster did were people just kind of like what the heck i don't yeah yeah yeah. it ended terribly but the whole <laughs> the whole show in it of itself was amazing so we're not going to talk about the last couple <laughs> of episodes those Bet. just don't exist in my book you know what i'm saying i whatever but there was a character um and he was terrible joffrey and he was killed by poison. But the way he mm. died, I wouldn't want to die like that type of poison. Like his eyes bulged out, like he oh. asphyxiated. Like it was bad. But I'm I'm sure there's like some like Romeo and Juliet kind of like poison where you yeah. just go to sleep. You Who's know what I'm saying? Like there yeah. has to be. Yeah. So somewhere out we there. We have internet. I could figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if that was to happen, no, I'm not. I'm not with the shits. I just can't. Like, I know I wouldn't survive. And I don't know, like, if you're a zombie, like, are you stuck in there mentally and just can't, like, get out? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. Yo, I, it's not like you can interview. I never <laughs> thought about the mental health of a zombie. Like, what are, <laughs> what state is that? That is crazy. Okay. Oh, it's yeah, wild. Nah, I don't want to be. It's wild. It's wild. Um. Okay. So the next one is, and I feel like you haven't watched anything, so I'm about to be mad. But chill, chill, chill. <laughs> would you rather have your Netflix viewing history made public, or your Spotify or Apple Music listening history made public? Give me music, I guess, because I mean, hey, you were kind of on the you were on the ball with that. I I watch stuff, but 
I don't at the same time. Like, uh, I don't know, I'll put stuff on and then I'll get distracted and end up like just not watching it at all. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and just go with the music, uh, with the music playlist. Um, definitely like what I've been listening to. I, I feel like I listen to a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. and I like to put my friends on cause I listen to my friends. So. <laughs> hello. Hello. If there was something in your playlist that you would just, you would be kind of like ashamed or like embarrassed that people would know that you're listening to? Would there be something? Or are you just like, fuck it, I like what I like? Mm, okay, I'm trying to think of... I think the weirdest thing that I'd probably have in my music library is like Weird Al Yankovic. Because I really liked parody <laughs> music growing up. Like uh, mm-hmm. Trapped in a drive through specifically. That was a really good one. So <laughs> Wait, what song I've, is does that parody? trapped in a closet by r kelly oh except, my god <laughs> except it's totally not weird at all and it's just comedic genius like r kelly's um, was weirder probably yes oh yeah most def most def. i mean he was able to make like a whole like mini series low-key about that but yeah it was wild. uh weird al yankovic probably um and uh i don't know are there are there any embarrassing artists out right now I don't listen to like Takashi or nobody like that, so I don't. Nah, I would. I let that jump fly. I'd. I'd definitely let the people see what I was listening to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like if I was to share my music, um, like my playlist or whatever, they'd be like, "So you're not gonna li- listen to anything past like 2009?" Because literally, <laughs> I listen to old music all the time. It's so bad. I don't listen to new shit. I even do that with like shows. Like I rewatch shows all the time. And I was on TikTok and there was this, I don't know what she was talking about, but she basically said that people do that when they have anxiety because they know what to expect. And mm. I'm just like, wow, okay, come for me. Like, I get That's it. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy. But I try to listen to new music. Do you uh do you think that there's like some truth behind that? I do because it's comforting, especially the TV point. Like, you know, like for me, I watch a lot of like old shows just so it's on in the background and like I don't have to like really pay attention to it. Like I'll be working on my computer or whatever and I'll look up and I'll be like, oh, yeah, if it's a new show, (laughs) then I'm like, fuck, I missed it. Like I tried watching Mandalorian and yesterday and I was doing other things and I I had to rewind that fucking episode like five times. So I was like, what is going on? I'm so confused. (laughs) i totally feel that and that's that's why i don't really watch shows anymore because uh, okay so i guess yeah that's that's a good point i the when i typically put on stuff to watch it's things that i've seen before Mm -hmm. um where like you said you don't really have to pay attention to it and if you do you already know what's going on because you've already seen it like millions of times right yeah my my question i do have another question for you Mm -hmm. so what what period pre-2009 do you listen to the most um i would say like my high school year so i'm old i'm old as fuck i graduated in 2003 um so anything from like 99 to 2003 it just brings me back you know like i'm like yo this shit is fire (laughs) you know what i'm saying like so yeah definitely so like hip-hop r&b um i like some indie rock too so Shit like that. Yeah. It's okay. just beyond. Okay. I fucks That's with dope. it. That's dope. Fucks with it. Okay. We're going to have one more question because I have like three more, but we could do this all day. Um, One more question. 
Would you rather glow bright pink every time you're attracted to someone or glow bright red every time someone annoys you? Bright pink because uh, <laughs> I got to I gotta keep the love. I got to keep the energy high. Um, I don't mind being curved if somebody sees my, my, my pink aura and they're like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not interested. I'll be like, hey, that's cool. I'll try to dim it down a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> definitely pink. <laughs> definitely pink i couldn't imagine like when people i couldn't just i I just couldn't imagine people knowing when i was annoyed yeah i get annoyed a lot so i think i would rather the bright pink too because it's like fuck it if you know then maybe it'll make me shooting my shot a little bit easier (laughs) you know what i'm saying like maybe you'll be more receptive to it or whatever but that annoyed shit i don't know that might start a lot of like unnecessary problems that i could have just kept to myself Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i'd rather just keep the peace word that's what we're all about here okay so the first segment of the show is called eat your heart out right so the eat your heart out segment is where we talk about diet trends um things that i might might have tried or just like to give tips to people when it comes to like eating and or being healthy right so for today i wanted to talk about um what you can do to assist with creativity, okay? So if you seek to enhance your creativity and unleash the best in you, you can start by taking in nutritious brain-healthy foods like omega-3 rich fish, black plain tea, dark chocolate, eggs, unprocessed foods, of course, green veggies, fruits, and nuts, right? We all know, for the most part, what foods are considered healthy. And the list rarely changes, right? So it's like... You know what the fuck you're supposed to eat. You're supposed to eat unprocessed, real fucking food. And it's just things that make your life better. Um, But what I wanted to really focus on were the things that you should be doing, right? So Mm. exercising regularly to keep your body fit. So you wouldn't think that that would actually have anything to do with creativity, right? But exercising can boost your endorphins. So that can actually make you happier and happy people create better things Mm. (laughs) Mm. that's you know that's a really that's a really good point and i think i've experienced that because like a couple weeks ago i really started getting into doing these push-ups like on a daily basis so i can like just Mm -hmm. get my upper body you know nice and toned and like yo i i was really like you get to that point where you start seeing a little bit of progress and you're like, all right, this, this is nice. And yo, I was really, <laughs> I was really cranking stuff out. That That's facts. Mm-hmm. That's, um, thank you. I never, dang, I learned something today. <laughs> that's the point. That is the point. And just getting your blood flowing too. You need your blood flowing. It, could, it can go into your brain and all facts. of that. And you just, you just pump shit out. Um, another tip. And this is hard sometimes for creatives because we never want to fucking stop is getting a good night's sleep. What is that? You want to decrease the brain fog. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be creative, you can't be tired as fuck all the time. It's just not going to work. It's not conducive to what we're trying to do. That's a good point. I, um, I always thought that the less sleep I got, the better my ideas were because of the lack of is it is it blood or I guess is it the lack of sleep that I was getting? Like I I thought that would make so like you for were like, cooler not ideas. Not hallucinating, but like you were just like you had like these illusions in your head. Yeah, and I get it because I feel like that happens to me too. But in order to actually push them out, 
you need your rest. Facts. You need that energy to even just be able to to work. Facts. That's a that's a very valid mm-hmm. statement. That's mm-hmm. real. Um, another thing is meditating regularly to keep your mind calm, focused, and relaxed. So you can include or combine different exercises with yoga and meditation to boost your mental and emotional health as well. Hmm. Yoga can help you relax your body and calm your mind, which can improve your memory and can fire up your imagination. That's cool. Do you uh do you do yoga? So Yes. Okay. Um, I haven't been doing it lately. Well, let me not say that. I did it like twice last week, which is better than not doing it at all, I say. Um, but I like to do it first thing in the morning, like as soon as I wake up, just like to get like the blood flowing. And I just feel so much more energized throughout the day when I do it. And it's 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 hard as fuck. Have you ever done yoga yourself? I I don't think I've done it um not professionally like I, I don't i don't i've never gone to like a yoga class or anything like that i've just kind mm-hmm. of looked up youtube videos and tried to like That's replicate fine. what they're doing i did feel kind of dumb though i didn't know if i was doing it right <laughs> i wasn't sure if i was channeling my inner chakras unleashing all of this this niceness you know i mean yeah they talk very calm and they're like you know you have to breathe in through your nose and and out through your mouth and just try to align and all of that shit. And I'm not like for that, but it's cool when you're doing it. And like, so when you actually do it like often, you get the flow of it and you understand like, instead of looking at the TV, trying to mimic, you can hear them and do it as they're doing it. And there's an actual flow to it. So it's not like, oh, downward dog. And then, down on the floor like no there's like it's actually like downward dog and then you go down on the floor and you go into the snake and it's like it's like a dance almost like Mm. when you actually do it right and it's fire that's dope fire yeah no it is okay yeah figure it out i feel like i feel like you would do well with some yoga i really really do and i don't even know you like that but i get those vibes (laughs) the uh the yoga you do do you do you watch videos or like like how do you what have you been doing on youtube word okay so i'll just google like 10 to 15 minute morning yoga routine okay and that's basically and like i said once you get the moves down like you know what they look like and what they're called and you get into the flow of it because they say yoga is practice all the yogis are like this is practice and you have to literally practice to Mm. get it down i'm not even gonna hold you okay um let's see okay and then the last one is keeping a positive frame of mind to keep yourself emotionally healthy and happy a positive state of mind is a wellspring of creativity not to mention the health and relationship benefits in of being in a constantly positive and happy mood staying positive is not about never being unhappy or feeling low, as many would believe. On the contrary, it is about allowing yourself to feel unhappy or low and yet having the confidence of that situation which brought about this feeling that it will pass. And I fuck with that. I love that. I really do. It's human to be sad. It's human to go through shit, especially as an artist. Like, I don't care what anybody says. We feel shit more intensely. Like, <laughs> we be in our bag, okay? Mm-hmm. And that shit happens. But to know, like, it's okay to be in your bag, but to, like, learn from it and know, like, it will pass. And that's not easy because, you know, depression Facts. and shit. But 
(laughs) (laughs) But at least to realize, like, you know, it will pass eventually. You have to work towards it. It's not just going to magically disappear, but you have to keep a positive frame of mind. And that will, like, help you. Because if you are depressed, you may not be creating. And if you're not creating, you're going to be upset with yourself. And then you're going to stay depressed. Like, that shit is a whole Mm -hmm, cycle. mm -hmm. I, um... I totally agree. I kind of, I, f- I feel like it's kind of that thing about just, I mean, having faith, but I don't even know if it's, because not everyone wants to call it faith. So I guess just having that sense of hope, Um, but I prefer to call it faith because hope is kind of like, I don't know, I'd rather get, faith sounds more like powerful to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely, that's a good point. I, I feel like I'm... I've recently been kind of struggling with this idea of like, um, I guess kind of making sure my, my emotions were like healthy. Um, I've been like heavily on like a social media binge for the past week just because, well, recently my iPad died and that was like my primary way of working creatively. And so, um, while waiting to get that fixed, I've really just been chilling on Twitter and Instagram all day, every day. And it's gotten to the point where I'll get mad at everything that I see on my timeline, even if it's the most like innocent stuff. And then I'll question why I'm getting mad. And it's because like, dude, you're wasting your life away, like low key on this device. And so I've tried to like, just put the phone down and focus that energy and attention into other things. But for some reason, for some reason, those notes no, it in. just pulls me back in, and it's that it's that cycle. And so, yeah, I I actually I appreciate this talk because that kind of helped me figure out what I'm gonna do in order to make myself happier emotionally and you know all that good stuff again. So thank you. Yes, yes, you're welcome. You see, this is what I love, love about this shit. Honestly, you never know like what conversation can reach somebody. You never know what people are going through. You know what I'm saying? Like Facts. you just don't know. So I fuck with it. Um, when it comes, to, at least your, you know what your triggers are, and that's important because a lot of people don't realize that social media is actually triggering them. Hmm. And they'll just continue to watch this shit on Instagram or wa- or read this stuff on Twitter and get upset and not realize why they're upset the whole time. It's because you're ingesting this stuff that maybe you should take a little break from. Maybe curate your Instagram or your Twitter feed a little bit better so you're not reading the same dumb shit all the time. So definitely take that into account. Try to navigate more in a positive space and a positive mind frame try to you know surround yourself with people who are vibrating in that same space Mm. um and i liked what you said about like keeping the faith too and i'll say faith and you know i'm not that religious but i still think everybody has faith in something whether it's you know whatever god you you um i don't want to say worship but whatever god you adhere to or whatever religion you adhere to or if it's just like um like zodiac shit or the sun and the stars and energies or whatever it is yeah like spirituality is all religions anyway right Mm -hmm. but so any type of spirituality you have faith in something that is bigger than yourself or if you just have faith in your inner being and your inner self that's also a thing too so Having faith is amazing, and I feel like everybody should have some type of faith because once you lose that faith, like, what do you have? 
Like, what are you? Yo, that's what real. are you doing? What are you doing? That's that's a good point. I do. I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. so during the pandemic, um, how has it been being able to stay optimistic and positive through all of this like worldwide craziness? And has has it been a challenge? having to like i guess social distance yourself from those who i guess would keep you in that positive mindset um if that makes sense yeah no it makes perfect sense um so i started this pa- um podcast in the, the pandemic so i launched it on may 1st Congrats, so that was right fire. like in the middle of it right um it has definitely helped keep my focus on something creative i haven't missed a week since then well and I'm going to say that I missed last Friday, but that was because like I had personal problems with my family or whatever, but I still had two episodes that came out around then. So I haven't really missed a week. Um, it's allowed me to really hone in and focus on my creativity when it comes to like picking topics, what to talk about, but then also like social media planning, you know, making my artwork for each episode, um, editing each episode like my editing skills have improved even my conversational skills have improved like I'm not even gonna hold you had you been on like episode five I would have been like I don't know what to talk to you about (laughs) you know what I'm saying (laughs) so it's gotten better and seeing that growth it really like it gave me like a boost of confidence and um also I will say this podcast has I've built a tribe social me in social media so like a lot of virtual people like imani i met her um like through this podcast shit, right i've never met her in real life but i fuck with her od you know what i'm saying That's so cool. like we talk all the time especially like on clubhouse and shit like i talk to her all the time um there's a bunch of other people who i've never act well i'm not gonna say i never met them because i met a bunch of people in a retreat that I went to this summer. But there's a lot of people who I haven't met that I can still talk to every day. They can still keep me in a positive mindset. So even though I'm not seeing like the majority of my family and friends and I miss them dearly, but right now where I am and where like I'm vibrating in the space that I'm vibrating in, I'm in a more creative space. So I don't miss the going out and the partying. I don't miss the, you know just going to the bar or going to happy hour after work like because i got other shit to do and that's fine so i'd be cool in my house to be honest i don't be leaving my house at all unless i have to (laughs) facts and i'm okay with it so that's dope it's that's very fine yeah it hasn't been that bad for me so like i see people who are like stressed like new york they just closed restaurants again right and people are like what the fuck and like i get it people are losing their jobs or not getting income i get that aspect of it but the people who don't work in the service industry are like no this is bullshit they're just they just want to keep us away from everybody and i'm like but i mean yeah that's the point so you don't spread disease facts (laughs) This is going to be a very dumb question, and this is only because I've never been to New York mm-hmm. ever in my life, I don't think. Are there grocery stores in New York, yeah. at least in the city? Are there there are for real? Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> any imagery of a grocery store ever. Well, they look like businesses, right? So they're in like these high-rise buildings, and you have to like walk in. Uh, Some of them are like in the basement of it, like Whole Foods. Like you go downstairs and all this shit. So it's not what? like, I don't know how they look where you are, but from like, 
like if you go to like Florida, because I'm familiar with Florida, and they mm-hmm. look completely different. Like it's not like we have parking lots and the the shopping carts and you know all of that outside. We don't have yeah. that, so it's just it's different. Oh my gosh! Like uh, I mean, I'm right. I'm right outside of DC, so I I guess I kind of understand if it's like that. Like I don't know, they'll have like Trader Joe's built into yeah a high rise, but oh, I guess so, man. That's really weird. To a New Yorker, when you say the city, that's only Manhattan. I'm from the Bronx, so it's a it's a little different out here. Yes, we still don't have like the parking lots and all of that, but like you'll see a supermarket, you'll know it's a supermarket because there will be shopping carts like outside or whatever okay. have you. But like in the city, city, like what you see on TV, it they're kind of hard to pinpoint. So then, do do people just shop at like? bodegas out there or what? no like, you go to the supermarket yeah yeah no the bodega is like a like a convenience store i guess is or like a i don't know if you guys have corner stores a corner store yeah yeah, yeah. so store. a bodega is a corner store it's just the spanish word for it so we mm-hmm. just call it that cool that's fire yeah. hey <laughs> i need to visit new york that's pretty cool yeah i mean i'm over new york to be 100 percent honest but I mean, everyone should experience it. I wish you would have experienced it before COVID, to be honest. It's kind of trash now. Like, I would wait until COVID has really, like, been handled Depleted. and tamed before Ugh. coming up here. Because ain't shit to do. Like, we don't have anything okay. to do. Especially now that it's cold. Everyone's going to be home. Yeah, nah. There's nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well, I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into our next segment, which is Hard on My Sleeve. And this is where we get a little bit deeper and I get to know my guests a little bit deeper. And sometimes we tell stories or anecdotes or what have you. So today, because I have you on, I wanted to talk about dating preferences. Okay? Cool. (laughs) Now, I do have to say this, and this is a little bit of a disclaimer. Okay? There is nothing wrong with preferences, but what we will not do is... We're not going to put something somebody else down to big up your preference. Okay? Most definitely. I'm not Most for deaf. the shits. Like, I hate when guys would be like, yeah, I like bigger girls because skinny bitches ain't it. Like, th- there's no reason. Talk about what you like. You don't have to put down something else to big up another thing. Most definitely. No, that's real. I uh, I thank you for letting me get that discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, for yeah. sure. That's just, I just want to focus on the positives here. Okay. Most deaf. Um. So as I mentioned earlier, I went on Instagram and asked my followers to link me with men whose preferences are either plus size or full figured women. And you were recommended to me by our mutual friend, Imani. And I wanted to have this conversation because I've been plus size my entire life. And it's kind of difficult to navigate whether someone is genuinely into me or just want to fulfill a fantasy. Okay, so me and you spoke about this briefly, um, but what would you say intrigues you about full figured women? So um, to reiterate, definitely the the self-confidence, just having a high self-esteem, I think, is the number one thing that attracts me. Um, And I guess it's because of the the idea or the fact that we know how society treats plus size women so it's the fact that i know or i can see that they don't care about Mm -hmm. 
that the, 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 I guess the standards that society tries to put on people and that they're able to really embrace who they are and not let it rock, but you know, they, they flaunt it and they do it well. Um, those who do it well, cause I don't, again, I'm okay. So there, there are people, there are people everywhere right. who do things well and who don't. So those who do it well are the ones where I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. That's pretty mm-hmm. dope. So you would say like the confidence that they have in spite of what society puts on them. Most definitely. Most definitely. Okay. All right. That's fire. I, I get that. Um, do you only date plus size women? No. Um, I don't discriminate at all. I'll, I'll date whoever um, I find attractive or whoever is attracted to mm-hmm. me. Um, if there's a mutual level of attraction, I'm, I'm 10 tones down <laughs> for the most part. Um, I've, I don't think, yeah, I don't think there's like a, I don't have like a, a radar or anything where I'm like, all right, I need to find a plus size shorty. Like that's going to be like, my next girlfriend is going to be a plus size shorty. I really just kind of, kind of let things flow. Um, but I do tend to attract them. Um, and that's not, I mean, I I love Mm -hmm. that. Um, I don't think it's like weird or anything at all. Um, I, yeah, they're, they're they're really cool. (laughs) So I wonder if, cause you say you attract them and I wonder if it's just because like, you're so open to them. Like, it's not like you look at them like, like, I hate the phrase. I don't know if you've ever said this, but when someone says you're pretty for a big girl, that literally Mm. drives me up the wall because it's just like, I'm pretty for a big girl. Like, I'm just pretty like. I don't understand why it has to be like, so if I wasn't big, would I just be average? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, would I just be basic mm-hmm. as fuck if I was skinny? But am I just, am I, am I the prettiest of like the lowest? It's like, that's what it kind of makes right, me right, feel right. like. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you've ever said that, but I, I'm assuming you don't because you seem like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I try to, like you, like I said earlier, I try to keep the peace. So, um, no, I don't think I've said anything, uh, outrageous along those lines before. No, no <laughs> you're not like, to, not to no, and I, I dispute anyone who thinks that <laughs> I have ever said anything like that. I am letting you guys know right now. I have never said Full it. Disclaimer. <laughs> I fuck with it. Okay. So you said that you love the self-confidence and you love the self-love, but then... When we were talking in DM, you did say that in the bedroom, you enjoy the extra body to love and handle. Indeed. Yeah, that's a that's that's dope. I like to look at it as a fun little workout. Like it's a it's a win 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 because like she's getting her loving. I'm getting mine. And I mean, I'm kind of getting diesel from it, too. Like if (laughs) depending on depending on how how crazy we get, um, I think it's just uh I think it's I think it's really fun and I really like the idea of the contrast between like my like super scrawny ass next <laughs> to this scrawny. like voluptuous beautiful woman. Um I just think that's really uh really funny. Contrast is a thing. It is. Can you pinpoint where this started? Um that's that's a really good question because I was thinking about that leading up to this podcast Mm -hmm. um so honestly i'm gonna tie it back to childhood and not really me being attracted to big girls as a kid but it was this i always remember my grandma 
don't know if she was teasing me, but she would always just say like, you're going to, you're going to like big girls when you're older. Cause she, she was like, she's not, she's not big, big, but she's definitely, she's not like a small like woman but um she's like really short mm-hmm. so it, she just kind of looks like stubby she's like a stubby little grandma <laughs> but um she would always like just tell me like yeah you're gonna like fat girls when you grow up and i would always tell her like no i'm not like why would i why would i do that and so i don't know that always kind of stuck with me for some reason um and now that i'm like dating or trying to date right. <laughs> it's like i'm I'm noticing these trends where I'm like, yo, I really am attracted to these, like, these, these, you know, these bodily women. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I guess that comes from a sense of familiarity mm-hmm. to, to an extent or like a sense of like comfort, like, um, I guess reminding me of home, not necessarily reminding me of my grandma, right. but just reminding me of something that like, uh, I'm familiar with or like warming <laughs> so I think it kind of came it started as a kid but I, I started dating for real maybe okay my first my first real girlfriend was a super not super skinny I'm sorry uh she was just skinny um and then my next girlfriend after that was a plus size and the connection I had with her was just a lot deeper than the one that I had with the skinny chick. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's just because of like maturity, um, being that this was like high school love. So, you know, the, the older you get, the more right. serious things kind of get. But um, I really considered my second relationship as my first real one because we were together going into college as well. And so I was really just kind of learning how to, yeah, that with, with that, I really, with that relationship, I was, I think that's when I really started learning how to appreciate women for their, you know, for who they, they genuinely are because in high school, um, again, like just, I guess society, you know, it's, uh, I was never against like dating like big girls or anything, but, um, I was, I don't know if I was like actively seeking them out mm-hmm. to date. Um, cause all of my friends were just kind of like, they were going for like the, the most prettiest girl in school and they just happened to be, um, on the like smaller size. Right. And so they were the standard of, of beautiful. Right. right. Okay. Right. And so, um, transparency, when I got my first, well, when I, when I started dating the, uh, the plus size, uh, girl, I, she didn't go, we didn't go to the same school. And so I didn't even tell my friends that I was in a relationship because of that kind of, uh, I guess I was self-conscious and I didn't want them to be like, oh, let me see her, bruh. And then like, they see that she's not the skinniest person uh, like walking around and then they'd be like, bro, why are you, what are you doing? That's the type of, you know, those are the type of people you're into. And I just wanted to avoid all of that. And again, I mean, looking back on it now, it's no, it's nobody's business. Right. <laughs> so, um, I think from there, that's when I started to learn how to appreciate, um, women of all sizes. It was definitely, it wasn't, it wasn't the smoothest process. I definitely had to unlearn some things and learn some new things about like 
just appreciating people for who they genuinely are and just like the idea of self-love and things like that. Um, but I think that experience has helped me tremendously in my efforts to just like make somebody feel as comfortable being themselves as they can and vice versa for myself. Yeah. I appreciate the transparency because I was going to ask you, like, did you ever feel like your friends would judge you based on who you were dating? Um, do you feel that way now? Like, I know you don't care, but do you feel like they would judge you? Um, I wouldn't say judge, but they definitely will probably like try to tease a little mm-hmm. bit. If not, like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it would be judging, but, um, they probably just be like, oh, Malik and the big girls. And, you know, they just leave it at that. Um, but niggas gonna be yeah. I feel like <laughs> black people and people of color like we do that a lot like we'll just make jokes about the dumbest shit like that'll be the joke mm-hmm. like oh yeah Malik like we know Malik like big girls so there goes there goes Malik type right there type shit like you know like that's the type of shit that they would do cause like that shit happens to me all the time and it's funny how you said that your attraction kind of stems from like what you're familiar to and like it brings comfort. So like for me, it's kind of the opposite. So I've always, I'm not going to say always, but for the majority of my relationships, they've been guys over six feet and I'm only five, two. So I'm not tall at all. Right. Like I'm, even though for a long time I thought I was average height and then I met like people outside of New York. Cause apparently everybody in New York is short. I just want everybody to know that because for a very long time, or at least women are, I thought I was average height because all of my friends are either around my height or shorter than me, right? Maybe it's a Spanish thing. I don't know, but I thought I was average. And then like I meet people from like other places and they're like, no, bitch, five, six, five, five is average. And I'm like, no, these tall ass bitches, like, what are we saying? But anyways, um, so I'm not tall in any sense of the word, but my dad is short and I always, I always just like, ill. like, I don't want somebody <laughs> short like my dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Facts. it's, it's weird, but I also don't have like the best relationship with him. So that can also be it. So I'm just like, I have like aversion to it. Not to say I've never dated anybody under six feet. Cause I have, I've had actually relationships like full blown long term relationships with people who were like five, eight, five, nine. Cause you're taller than me okay. anyway. Like, it's not like I'm looking down on you. Like I can still wear heels and you'll still be taller than me. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird. But I, I thought that was interesting how it was like the contrast of it. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want sh- I don't want to date short guys because they remind me of my dad. And you're like, no, like bigger girls, they're like a familiarity. I'm comfortable with it. Like, that's fire. And I'm glad that you don't have a negative aversion to, <laughs> to bigger girls because that probably yeah. would suck for sure. That definitely would. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, okay. If you had to pick your favorite body part on a fuller figured woman, what would it be? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> hmm. Thighs be fire. Yeah, thighs are fire. Thighs? What? What yeah. is it about them? Like, is it like the mermaid look? Like that they're just always touching? Like, I think it's just the fact that like this is. I don't know if this is gonna sound like. I don't know if it's gonna sound fetishizing or not. I hope it doesn't. But I just envision like 
just being able to like (laughs) i'm sorry i'm laughing because i'm watching you and they can't see you (laughs) i wish uh, i wish they could see what i'm trying to because i can't even i don't even know if i can like explain what i'm trying to say but like if you could just like slip in there and just like stay there and be like just snuggled in there like a kangaroo pouch but in like i don't know i just dies dies or dies i just want all of my listeners to know and i feel like i'm not gonna hold you i said i wasn't gonna share this but i might have to share that little diving clip that you just did because that (laughs) (laughs) that was hilarious okay um he did a whole dive into the thighs i just want y'all to know that he's diving in okay (laughs) completely diving in Uh, (laughs) oh man okay we've been running we've been running long but this conversation is amazing i did want to get into my last segment okay Okay. and imani's gonna kill me because i know she's gonna listen to this episode because you're on it and she literally said this the other day and she was like i hate when people cut off conversations to get into their next segment but i really want to talk about this segment imani so don't come for me okay it's called Are You Deadass, right? And the reason why I'm cutting into it is because I love this segment. It's literally my favorite, okay? Um, but before I start my deadass and my rant, I wanted to ask you if there's anything you wanted to rant about today. No, not today. <laughs> not today. Not today? Mm, you're just, you caught me on a bad day. You're just in a positive light. That's okay. I fuck with it. Maybe try again Friday and I'll have something, <laughs> but not not today. Can't think of anything today. Not a problem, not a problem, not a problem. Okay, so mine is, since we're going to, since we're talking about dating, right? Very loosely we were talking about dating, but I just feel like we need to talk about how guys don't know how to really shoot their shot in the DM or have no Ooh. etiquette in the DM, Okay. I need tips because I don't think I know how to properly shoot my shot in the DMs <laughs> at all. So, I mean, yeah. I'm not really going to give tips. I want to talk about this specific thing that That's happened fine. to me. Um, yeah, so, oh, here I go again. So, this is the fourth time I'm mentioning Clubhouse. So, I think I made my quota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's this guy I met in Clubhouse, in a Clubhouse chat room, right? And for anybody who doesn't know, I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast before, but you don't know. I am. I can get attracted to voices, so, like, I won't know how you look, but if your voice is fire to me, like, I'm going to be like, ooh, like, you know, like, I'm that's that's me. Some people, they don't care either way, but, like, I literally was in a whole ass relationship with someone. He was, like, 5'5", five, five, see what I'm saying? With someone whose voice, okay, this is, this is something totally off topic, but I was, I literally got <laughs> picked up. It was me and my friend, and we got picked up from, like, a party. It was late at night, right? And her boyfriend picked us up. And they were sitting with his boy and they were sitting in the front seat. It was dark out. I could not see this man for the life of me. But his when he would speak his voice, like I was just like, ooh. And then from there, like we literally saw each other for like two years. Like we dated for two years based off of his voice because he's not my type at all. Like he just wasn't. But like I fucked with it. Okay, so that's how much voices like I can be attracted to them. Right. So. I was in this clubhouse chat room and, you know, it was like 11 p.m. or whatever. So that's like demon hours. So like everybody was on that vibe. So I was like, yo, like your voice is OD fire. But I left it like I left it at that. Like, it's not like I was like sliding my DM or like text me or nothing like that. Like, that's all I said to him. Right. 
I followed him on Clubhouse because that's what you do. He's also a podcaster, like you network or whatever. So he followed me back, followed me on Instagram, slid in my Instagram DM, right? He literally said to me, his first message to me was how I didn't follow up on bagging him. And I'm like, okay, like clearly you're into yourself, sir. But this is where I fucked up, right? This is where I fucked up. And I blame myself. I let it rock. I was, you know, the little LOL, blah, blah, blah. I really should have just left it like that because he was already irking me. Like that message really like, I was just like, ill, whatever. Um, But I let it slide. Cool. We're having real superficial conversation. He's asking me about my podcast. I'm asking him about his podcast. Like we're talking cool, whatever. A couple of days later or like the next day or something, I found out my grandmother was sick. Right. So I'm not on Instagram. I'm not doing like I'm not really engaging with people like I didn't post an episode like all of this is happening right and he dms me maybe like two or three days after our initial conversation and he's like oh you don't know how to you don't know how to um keep up a conversation and I'm just like okay first of all what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, well, my grandmother is sick. I'm literally in a car as we speak, driving from New York to Florida to go see her because they're like, you know, she may not have much time left on this planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know what the fuck is going on with me. Right. And he, he was apologetic, whatever. And this is where I fucked up the second time because I let it rock again. And this is why I'm too fucking nice sometimes. I'm too fucking nice. Right. So whatever. So I'm like, fine, whatever. He didn't know. It's not like I'm telling people what's going on in my life. You know, giving people the benefit of the fucking doubt, right? Fine. Now he knows that my grandmother is sick. He knows that I'm going to Florida to check up, like, to see what's going on, whatever. I want to. I was in Florida for a week. I want to say the day after I came back. So right now it's like eight days later, okay? Mm-hmm. He DMs me again, and he's like, oh, you're so inconsistent. I always have to be the first one to reach out to you. I was literally like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, you don't even know if my grandmother is alive right now. Like, what, what? And this is what I, and I don't even want to go into it because he's probably going to listen to this podcast because he told me he listened to my podcast because he said my audio is fire. But, um, (laughs) no, but seriously, like, I was just so fucking annoyed. And it's like, and this is what I wanted to get at after saying all of that. We don't owe you anything if you're not going to keep up a conversation. I didn't owe you. If I was the last one to write to you, I don't feel the need to write to you again if you're not, like, if we're not having intriguing conversation. I don't owe you to keep up in conversation with you. Like, I don't know who you thought you were, but I'm also somebody too. A hi, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? What's going on? Goes a long fucking way. And that could have circumvented all of the irkness that I went through. Because had this, if he, even if he was feeling a way like, oh, I always have to start new conversations, just be like, hey, how are you? And then if I'm like being dry, then you can be like, yo, fuck you, you're mad dry, blah, 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 blah. You understand what I'm saying? But you don't know what the fuck people are going through. And in new, and like, I don't know you, but from clubhouse and through your instagram we've never we've never even spoken on the phone okay so i don't owe you shit and i just feel like people need to understand and this isn't just for men because i'm sure women do this dumb shit too 
people need to understand that the world don't revolve around them and that people are actually going through shit outside of social media, even if they don't post it on social media. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Thank you for coming to my TED Beautiful. Talk. <laughs> That was, that was uh that was fire i hope i hope dude listens to that and uh does better learns a lesson time? yeah 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 i mean if there is a next time i don't know no not with me time. okay well <laughs> hey and yeah. so i already i already gave you three chances i feel like i gave you three chances yeah, you nah, irked me three times and uh, each time was like progressively worse like you just irked me worse crazy. each time so that is the end of today's episode Dang. but tell my listeners where they can find you where they can find your music where they can find your comic series all of that that is a bet okay so um i am primarily on instagram for my visual art malik radford all one word just my first and last name you can find partment at underscore partment p-a-r-t-m-e-n-t on instagram my music it's on all streaming platforms. So if, you know, whatever you li- you use to listen to music, just uh, look up RDFRD and you'll find my uh, my tunes. I don't I honestly don't know what type of music I make. I don't rap. I don't make like your typical rap hip hop stuff. I like singing, even though I can't do it. So just imagine, uh, I, I guess I guess I consider it alternative, but definitely like with like hip hop influence. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I have like my own kind of sound, but uh, I think a lot of artists have think they have their own kind of sound. So just check me out if you want RDFRD. Um, I'm out there. Um, I'll, I I have a website MalikRadford.Weebly.com. It's a little outdated. Haven't used it since like 2019. But you can uh check me out on an official website if that's your if that's your cup of tea as well. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. All of your information will be linked down below so that my listeners can find you. Guys, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Do I Look Fat podcast. Rate five stars because that'll just help me do better in life. And I really, truly appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S, or the Do I Look Fat pod, exactly how it sounds. All of that, as always, will also be linked down below. Um, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Check in for our next episode, which is on Kiss and Tell Tuesdays. And I'm going to have Malik on and we're going to get into something a little bit more uh, personal. So make sure you tune in to that. Uh, thank you, guys. Bye. Mwah.